Jim McGinnis again, and this is Stories We Can Tell. You know, Louis L'Amour once said that all life can be divided into two parts, anticipation and memory. I love that quote. I carry it around all the time. It reminds me so much of our family traditions. We love to celebrate and decorate for every holiday, especially my wife and daughter. And it usually sends me up into the attic on a regular basis, grumbling all along the way. But then there's that anticipation thing that Louis was talking about, and it makes me smile. We trade off hosting Thanksgiving and Christmas amongst the family, but everybody does their part in the preparation. Of course, my son and I will take care of smoking that turkey. Each of us will take some time to remember something, and maybe it's something that makes us smile or laugh. Maybe it's something that makes us cry. Remembering. Well, that's a good way of giving thanks, don't you think? I wrote a chapter in my book a few years ago about Thanksgiving. And um, I gave the character some of my fondest memories. Sometimes a writer finds it easier to reveal himself and other characters. He can get into a habit of hiding behind a third person. But this story is too close, too dear to me to give away. So I'm going to take it back and again make it my own, or better yet, make it our own. I hope you like it. Florida November is called. It's a cloudy, breezy Sunday morning. A cold front is struggling to make its way down the peninsula. It's three quarters of the way through November and Florida has yet to see it day or night in the 50s. But confidence is brimming, you see, that Thanksgiving will bring something resembling a change of seasons. Regardless, I'll be up early Thursday smoking the turkey and pork roast. Actually, it's more like Wednesday night. Cooking starts around midnight. Feel free to drop by if you please. When the kids were small, they would wake up with me every few hours to check the coals. In the morning, I'd make a fire in the fireplace, no matter the weather, and my daughter Megan would be right in front of it, watching the parade on TV. To be honest, my role is not very labor intensive. My wife spends most of the morning in the kitchen as I stand watch over the smoker, making the near seamless transition from hot coffee to cold beer. Kay and I have lived in this place all our lives. We were born and raised in this once sleepy coastal town. But this is Florida and traditions are the results of regional, cultural, and spiritual mingling. We usually eat early on Thanksgiving in the Southern tradition, but this growing family, uh, we try to accommodate everybody. And we gather again for leftovers on Friday, and then a bonfire waits, accompanied by funny stories told over and over again. Each dish served at the feast was a recipe from grandparents, aunts, uncles, and friends. 
However, no tradition is more important than smoking that turkey. My father-in-law, Leroy Nielsen, taught me all I know about this turkey business. Gramps, as the kids called him, was the king of outdoor cooking. Grilling, rotisserie, smoking, you name it. At any one time, he was known to have three or four cookers lined up on his back porch. And in passing the torch to his sons and grandsons, Gramps did what he could with our limited skills, coaching us up, as the old ball coach would say. His grandson, my son Danny, has a grilling bug. He brought a smoker by a while back. It was so big it needed a license plate. This year though, we'll use my old stack smoker just like the old man did for decades. Old Gramps would arrive early to check on the cooking progress and share a few refreshments. The look of pure joy on his face when sampling the turkey was a sight to behold. Through the years, there were many talks around that smoker and the grills. Regardless of the occasion, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, you name it, we'd gather around the fire, no deep conversations, mind you, just to talk of the beauty of the evening or plans for a fishing trip. Don't let your fire get too hot, son. Hook them right down on the coals. We males are a curious lot. We often grapple with expressing our feelings. My own father and I spoke to each other in code. It was a love expressed through the language of sports. Graham spoke to his boys around the barbecue. In his later years, when his health was failing, he felt it necessary to talk openly about his feelings. It seemed he wanted nothing left unsaid. I sort of wish he hadn't done that. We already knew. Gramps, had, he's been gone now several years, but I can still hear his gentle drawl when I fire up the smoker. On Thursday evening, after the meals and the revelry, after the football games are over and I'm sitting at home with the dogs, I think I'll get up and sneak an extra piece of pie with a slice of pork or turkey on the side, just like Gramps used to. And I'll remember. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Stories We Can Tell, and I'm Jim McGinnis, wishing you fair winds.